In this week's episode, we've got an electrifying announcement that is sure to stir up controversy. It's a never-ending rotation as one parade ends and another returns. Annual pass holes can once again bring a friend this summer, but who would want to do that? Get your own pass! Despite what we said last time, the Pixar Pal structure is now actually open and hopefully solves all of Disney's parking woes. Also, Haunted Mansion 50th, Run Disney Returns, Galaxy's Edge, and more on this whirlwind episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look happy birthday right. to who you yeah. oh me no what? not me why again wait what everybody's favorite favorite black what what <laughs> no this week darby o'gill and the little people oh. celebrated its 60th anniversary dang is that the lpa convention what well, last, this says no, this weekend was no. the Little People of America convention. I didn't know that. A friend of mine was the DJ in, cool. the, in like the in like the adult uh, nightclub night. He, I mean, he told it, me he wasn't allowed to share photos. I mean, it's totally possible that if one of them was still alive, they could have been there. I don't know, but uh, no, yes, uh, it was 60th anniversary of Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Uh, of course, that was one of. Uh, well, I would say it was the uh, one of uh, Sean Connery's very first movies. I have uh, a confession. That is the movie that actually caused Sean Connery to become James Bond. I don't know what any of that is. I know what James Bond is, but not the other stuff. You don't. You've never seen Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Mm-mm. What kind of Disney fan are you? You're, not one that's seen Darby O. Blah well, blah blah and the Little People. Fake Disney fan then. Darby O. Blah 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 and the Little People. Yes, the uh, movie you apparently never heard of. Uh, so, anyways, happy 60th birthday to that uh, great uh, Disney live-action film. Cool. Woohoo! Hey, you know it'll be 50 soon. What? You? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights and electro-synthomagnetic musical sounds. The Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah, that's right. Main Street Electrical Parade will be celebrating its 50th anniversary in just, what, four years? But until then, it's, it's a while away. It's back. That's not that far. Four years isn't that far. 
literally it was four years ago that it was Disneyland's 60th, and that feels like it was last year. Do you think that in Sometimes. four years it'll still be elect- electrosynthomagnetic musical sounds? Who knows? But yeah, it's back. It's coming back. And uh, we didn't uh, give you a little tease on the uh, social medias. Uh, literally called it before anyone else. I'm just saying. I'm going to go with that, too, because uh, all the so-called major blogs or whatever didn't post it until two three days after yeah so i saw one uh well who posted it the same day as what uh we were talking about it and it's funny because they posted the same exact pictures that i sent you oh which means they stole it from us no No, they didn't steal it from us i didn't post those pictures those pictures were actually from the previous thursday so it was actually uh somebody knew way before we did but uh he had post. He told me about it, uh, or mentioned them being backstage, and I said, "Oh, that's interesting," because I had, I completely forgot to tell you that at the end of last week, uh, somebody had photographed the uh, the smaller floats on a uh, flatbed on a ball, hmm. uh, be- apparently right before they were being delivered. Which at that point could have just been there shuffling, moving stuff around. Right, or right, right. Yeah. No, there was nothing to think of. They it. brought in the bugs for a photo op or something. Right. At she, that point. She even had mentioned that maybe they were coming in for uh, D23 or something. Right. Which I said I thought it was a little too far away for it to be that. But I didn't think anything of it other than maybe like a photo op or something. But if they were just doing backstage prep or something, that right. makes sense. But then he mentioned it to me uh, a few days later, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess uh, the fact that... Uh, and then I saw a picture of uh, was you showed me the picture of uh, the uh, or somebody else had a picture of uh, Pete's dragon on a flatbed uh, out on the street that they had taken, and uh, I was like, well. And then we just started speculating. At that point, the they were backstage. They had came in backstage at DCA, but they had been moved to the Disneyland side. Uh, we were speculating that, uh, you know, because previously we've talked about the Main Street Death Parade and that at the time it ended, it was basically being held together with baling wire and <laughs> duct tape. Uh, and that there were several reports that it was basically falling apart. And uh, So you think they fixed it? Well, I mean, one of the things that we talked about was, okay, well, maybe they're bringing it over to Disneyland side to repair it before uh, having it maybe at DCA during the fall. Or something. We were thinking all the way. We were thinking fall as a fall uh, parade, uh, all the way. But uh, then, of course, you know the news. Uh, the every other news, uh, you know, Disney news organization started reporting it. So, you know, you knew that Disney Parks blog was inevitable. And I think they announced it probably at least a month before they probably would have preferred to announce it. Right. I'm going to guess that they probably hadn't planned to announce it until mid July. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's out there now. Disneyland uh, Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to Main Street, which is uh, where it belongs. Which is where it belongs. It's not going to DCA where it was uh, the last time we saw it, and not Main Street like in Florida. Main Street here at Disneyland. Well, is where no, it and I will still maintain that. Uh, well, that's where it was before. I'm going to say time. that uh, you know a lot of people are uh, still crying about how the Main Street Electrical Parade hasn't returned to Florida. Uh, I would agree that it it probably should have gone back to Florida after having here twice, but uh, yeah, but it was in Florida for like ten years, right? So I mean, I don't really we it had it for six months. Yeah, I mean, we have and 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 when we had their version, in fact, it's not even technically to me, it's no, it'll, it's still not our version. It's not our electrical parade. It's their electrical parade that was redone for uh, us, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's coming back. It's definitely uh, missing a few things, or at least was. We'll hope maybe they've added something this time. Well, nice. I mean, my biggest complaint with the Main Street Electrical Parade was the music wasn't being done right. Because it used to be back in the day that uh, you had the ongoing theme that played during the whole thing, but each float had its own little uh, musical, what would you call it? Segment. Segment. Yeah. Where the float would pop up, and then they would each have their own little... A musical segment, and that would be intertwined with the actual Main Street Electrical Parade theme. Well, when it came back, uh, since it's been back, that's gone. Uh, it disappeared sometime while I was in Florida, apparently, because now each float doesn't have a segment. It's just basically one long, continuous uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade Every theme. section has its own part. No, it doesn't. Not anymore. It hasn't since it's been back. I mean, the part with the bees and the bugs and stuff, like that's all has their buzzing and their little sounds. And the America part has the America section. Each section has its own. Yeah, but it's not like music. how it was. You know what I'm talking about, right? Somewhat. I, I forget things because I remember when it came back. Do you remember the, 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 the uh, if you listen to this, uh, it, what's in here isn't in the parade anymore. Uh, like when the the snow when the uh, the dwarves float comes up, uh, you used to have the dig 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 dig, and but that's not there anymore. Uh, the uh, the Pete the Elliot float used to have the uh, the the sound effects of Elliot. Uh, there used to be other uh, individual musical cues that, are, like I said, if you listen to this one, you'll remember what I'm talking about because uh, the way this is isn't the way it was is now. Hmm. Anyways, uh, you probably just haven't seen the original Main Street Electrical Parade well, or heard no, the original I used to listen Parade. To the, I used to listen uh, to the music on, well, listen, it's on the B-side of the Phantasmic CD, I know, that's, what, that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, listen to it again and then watch it and you'll understand what I'm talking about. I mean, I used to listen uh, just to it as, on repeat every day in Just as much as uh, the uh, Phantasmic that is now is not the Phantasmic that's on this album. Um, the Main Street Electrical <sighs> Parade that is on this album is not the Main Street Electrical Parade that we have now. Uh, it lost something while it was in Florida, but it's still basically, you know, the same thing. And uh, I'm not going to gonna me- disagree with that. What I will say is that certain sections still have their own parts, and I know that because I watched it and I heard the parts. But they're all mixed into the main track now, whereas before uh, each float had its own uh, segment. Segment. Uh, whereas now those are I think are just mixed into the uh, the overall. Uh, track. I think the way that it was before was that the each float had its own sound system, it and that sound track. system would be playing from the float while the original music was playing from the from the park and speakers. And it doesn't do that anymore. Now it just all mixes That's together. That's what he was talking That's about. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay, yeah, was, now I get it. Yeah, it's kind of like watching the sound station, and then the, it mixes into like Aladdin and it mixes to Lion King. Right. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. It doesn't do that, yeah. It doesn't do that anymore, and it hasn't since it's been back from Florida. I just think they they probably feel like why does each why do we need to have the technology of the original music coming or the the sections coming from the floats when we can just tie all the music together in a way that we probably couldn't in the seventies. That's yeah, probably let's, let's, yeah. I I, I, I agree with even that. though they literally do that with Paint the Night. No, no. Back then, they couldn't transition the different. Oh no! Songs. I know what you're saying, but I mean they literally do that now, though. With Paint the Night, they do the they have the different tracks for the floats, and it sounds specific and distinctive as the float goes by that has its own music playing, right? But it's not from the actual float that the music is played from. No, I sections. mean that just means that now just, they're they're able to edit the sound. 
you probably know more I'm talking about. They're able to edit the sounds so that as the float goes by with RFID, it triggers that section to mix through the main park speakers. I believe that's why when you're watching the parade, you see the, the people with the headphones on. Yeah. They tell them where they're at. Right. And that's how they trigger. And they it. know when to start that music and how long it's going to take for it to go by, and you know because that you way have, you're not you watching. You do have the times when the floats break down and they have to stay in that queue. In that, right. In that, in that but they song. didn't do that when they remixed the electrical parade, though. Uh, anyways, be that as it may, the Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to Disneyland where it belongs. Now here's the question. Actually, I have two questions. One, do you think they're screwing with us emotionally by bringing this back, taking it away? It's going to retire forever. Now they're bringing it back again. That's question one. Uh, question one, the answer, I have no idea because it, it goes contrary to everything that they seem to be doing to get people out of Disneyland. Right. Uh, the way this looks like is a, is a last minute desperation to get people back into Disneyland. Oh, that's because uh, once again, I'm going to say it, Harry Potter syndrome is happening. I'm going to say it again. Uh, we thought maybe it might have been a fluke just the first couple of weeks after Galaxy's Edge opened, but uh, it looks like it's uh, the the uh, from what I've read the uh, the the light crowds have continued and nothing. There's like, literally there's literally no one there. Li- no, nothing no. that we've ever seen out of summer in five years. Right. So on that note, um, everyone was thinking Disneyland was going to be busy, packed because of Galaxy's Edge, and you would have thought that hey, if they're going to bring in this parade. You would put it in DCA to draw people over there. That's but that's where all the APs are anyway. But be, DCA is more packed than Disneyland. That's my point. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. The, you, they would have put that right over there to withdraw the crowds because of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, but it's not doing what they thought it was going to do. So we have this coming back, and um, yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, real quick before we move on to the next question, uh, it's coming back August second. Through the third uh, September thirtieth. So that is my next question: okay. is two months. Are they going to extend it just like they always do, uh, a la soaring over California? Well, I don't know if they can because uh, you get too much passed into September, and then it overlaps with the with uh, Halloween time. Well, Halloween's at DCA now, but so still, they could technically be... run this parade all the way through to uh, when's mm-hmm. Christmas start, November sixth or whatever. That's when they would probably. End of October. I'm going to say no. It's not going to be extended because no. of Halloween coming up. Fair enough. If anything, what I think might happen is that the uh, if the park continues to be uh, dead uh, when September comes, they might all of a sudden uh, add something at Disneyland Halloween related. They're going to have to because everybody will be over in DCA for uh, Halloween. That or maybe some uh, maybe an maybe some like thrown together parade or. Or something, I don't know. And real quick, uh, uh, tickets for Oogie Boogie's uh, Halloween special, whatever it's called, are still available. No sold out date, so get those tickets now. Do you remember when last year it sold? The first day sold out. Sometime at the end of July, if I remember correctly. Probably. So we'll let's track it. Or is it going to last until like until D twenty three before a date sells out? I don't know, but absolutely uh, not. If you guys want to actually said D twenty three. Will it Absolutely last till not. August before there's it no way. sells end out? Of, end of August, there's no way. That would be a full month uh, past when they usually have the first oh, sell out. Oh, yeah, you're right, because it starts September 17th. Yeah, there's no the way that, there's no oh, way that uh, a month... Uh, All right, so end of July then. Let's see if it lasts that yeah. long. Uh, you guys can go uh, on our uh, Instagram page and look back at the pictures and to find out what uh, when that date sold out, the very first party for last year. It's on there. 
All right. I'm not doing the work right now. Nope. <laughs> Some, one of you guys can do the work and then send us a message about it. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the question is, do you think it'll be extended or do you think they're going to store it proper at the end of the two month ish run and then bring it back after, you know, January when it's more dead usually than any other time, you know, all of this really leads into the, and I don't know if you have it on our, on our talk list, but it really leads into the fact that the park is dead and it's a lot of posts, a lot of speculation. Is it dead because the APs are blocked out except the top two? Is it dead because people are scared of the crowds? Is it dead because prices have gone up? Is it dead because why? Well, prices haven't really gone up for the period that we're they talking about. They so that's but that's, that's just basically uh, on out. the list. I mean, I'm gonna I'm just gonna revert back to what I keep saying. It's, it's Harry Potter syndrome. It's the the fear of it being so crowded that everybody just just stayed away. Uh, I'm going to Carmageddon syndrome. I'm right going now. to uh, I'm going to throw out a uh, stat that I believe we mentioned last week, or I know you brought up that uh, the uh, I mean, at least as of when I first last heard, Fourth uh, of July was still the only day on the flex pass that uh, you couldn't the, go. You couldn't. That was full, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that basically anybody that did buy a flex pass is laughing. I agree. Oh no, they're they're loving it right now. Other than the Anybody fact they don't have did, parking, they're loving that. Well, I mean, I guarantee that almost everybody that has a flex pass probably has somebody that has parking or whatever. Right. Uh, well, that's what people are doing. I'm if already, they have a we're, big already family, we're already planning that when we get our passes back, she's probably going to get a flex pass. Just screw it. Might as well try uh, it, right? Because I mean, we only need one of us to have parking, and uh, you know, we can if you play your cards right. We already figured out that you can get uh, almost signature value out of a uh, flex pass. If you do it right. So, Other than I mean, the discount and the parking. Yeah, you're right. 100%. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So, uh, the, uh, a lot of families I hear are doing that. They're, they're buying like one signature and then the, you know, the husband or the wife will get the signature, whoever goes more often. And then for the other spouse and all the kids, like if they have three kids, they'll get the other spouse, the other four passes they have. And the fifth one is signature, and then they're just on it with the reservations, uh, my, my and they're friend saving. Victoria, uh, she already said that when she renews her passes, she's going to renew her daughter as a flex and her and herself as a signature. Uh, so, I mean, uh, yeah, anybody, uh, a lot of people, including Diggs, were laughing at people buying flex passes at the beginning. Well. Who's laughing now? I'm not going to say so, that we were wrong. I, no, you were wrong. No, I'm not going to say that we were wrong. You it's just said we, that the, we you said there was almost no way without working hard that, or without being lucky that you could uh, get uh, good value, at least deluxe value. Eventually, out of that's going to be the case because they're going to sell a lot more of those flex passes, especially as people realize. There's that. people with flex passes that have probably already gotten deluxe value out of it by going totally. multiple times. Because not month. a lot of people have them yet. And that's the only that's really the reason why there's such a good value now is because they've only, you know, let's just say there's only 5,000 of those people, but they've We've got a limit of just begun before they open up more dates. They're going to sell 50,000, for example, maybe. So they got to sell 10 times more passes maybe than, you know, and until the word gets out that the flex is a really great value. Uh, speaking of dates, uh, I also had heard that the uh, that uh Almost all the rest of the cast member blockouts were lifted for the rest of summer. Really? Yeah. They just said, oh, well, we might as well let the cast come because basically, nobody else is here. Basically. 
So uh, that's yeah, funny once because again, I knew they were supposed to be blocked out, and then I've had a lot of people I know that were signed in recently by other cast members. Well, they I had a, thinking, how did this happen? Well, last week we had already announced that they uh, unblocked a bunch of. They had already dropped a bunch of blockout dates right after the uh, right after Galaxy's Edge opened. They dropped a bunch of blockout dates, but then just the other day they dropped a bunch more blockout dates for cast members. Do you think that? At some uh, point, they are going to revert the blockout calendar for Deluxe if they think that people will spend more money if they open up both parks. No, I, I was thinking about that the other day um, when uh, I was there at the parks, and they I already knew about the lifting up the the lifting of the cast member. I mean, blockouts. that's a lot. You're talking about twenty five thousand cast members versus, uh, you know, probably Deluxe and below is. Let's say Deluxe and SoCal's probably... We're not doing math right now. No, but Let it's probably half a million point. people. My point is that I knew that the I, uh, the cast members were... Their block was uh, taken off. And I was thinking about... I, I, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney uh, lifted some blockout dates for Deluxe. But then I went and looked at the, the calendar for next year, and it's still the same. So why would they well, do Well, also now? what I was going to say, too, is that uh, whatever they're reverting the cast member blockout to is probably what it would have normally been without Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Deluxe are always blocked out until August. Uh don't say no because I know because we always used to j- j- joke with no, Michael but and, they weren't blocked Michael out and this, Jose this soon. Yeah, they think. were. They've always been blocked out for all of uh, half. So of it's June the June, it's the June, June dates that they added, or no? They, well, they switched it at one point where you can only go now to DCA or something. Right I'm now, to, this year. Yeah, yeah, this year. But in the past, deluxes have always been blocked out until like the twelfth of uh, August. August. August, because we always used to make fun of Michael and. Uh, Jose, that they couldn't come back to the parks until uh, Whoa, then. Don't make fun of Michael. That's not very Oh, that's nice. your that's job. I'm sorry. Not very nice. That's your job. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> uh, go ahead. You say it. Uh, I'll just mention Jose. But no, we always used to make fun of Whoa. them. So, uh, no, blo- uh, Deluxe being blocked out until August is not, is not is normal. And anybody, any Deluxes that are bitching about being blocked out are just doing it for the sake of bitching. Uh, as far as cast members go, no, it wouldn't be it's to, it wouldn't be fair uh, to unblock deluxe just because cast members are getting unblocked because cast members are just getting unblocked to where they should be. Uh, that's the right as cast members to be able to go into the park. Uh, deluxe or they're getting what they they paid for. All right, so I just posted on SoCal Disneyland Annual Pass Holders Unite page. How many of you have the Flex Pass, and uh, how is it working for you? So if we get any good answers. By the time we're done recording, cool. Uh, I'll let you guys know. So, uh, going back to the electrical parade. Yeah, getting back to that, <laughs> and uh, just uh, we'll we'll touch more on the uh, Harry Potter syndrome at, at other points, depending on how it goes. But let's uh, call it Disney Geddon. I like that. No, no. damn no. it, <laughs> just a repeat of what happened with Universal and Harry Potter. So it's going to use to keep using that uh, example. But uh, when one thing comes. Naturally, something else leaves. Bye. Maybe not forever. Maybe forever, as is proven by the almost uh, <laughs> the forty-six-year-old uh, electrical Main Street electrical parade, which is coming back for the umpteenth time. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe fifty years from now, we'll be seeing Soundational come back uh, over and over again. But uh, for now. The still probably what what longest running I would say so longest yeah. running Disney parade in uh, the longest running Disney parade in history other than Main Street Electric Parade 
because uh, I think if you still count 1973 through when it closed in 96 and then whenever it came back, I think the Main Street Library still has more time in. Uh, the second longest uh, parade in Disneyland history, Soundsational, a personal favorite of many, many people, I'm sure, uh, is going to be going away on July 17th. Yes. Disneyland's birthday, in fact, will be the last day right of yes sensational will be on Whoa, disneyland's that's birthday a celebratory day uh so uh last disneyland's birthday on july 17th will be their last chance at least in the near future i think that's interesting and the last day is a wednesday i know but i think they chose it because it's disneyland's birthday uh it will be your last chance for at least for the near future if not forever uh let's just treat it like it's forever especially those uh of you who are sensational stands uh, last time ever on July seventeenth, Sensational will be there. Hey, I'll I'll be there or uh, be round. Leaving. <laughs> I don't know. So Sensational, of course, is leaving to Main. Uh, I mean, Sensational didn't really need to leave to make way for the Main Street Electrical Parade. They no. were they were both running simultaneously. Last time the Main Street Electrical Parade was in Disneyland. Uh, Maybe they need to leave to give room for the folks backstage. Well, that's what I'm thinking because now with Galaxy's Edge back there and with them starting to empty out the entertainment uh, building to probably make make way for Runaway Train, <laughs> uh, they got to make room for that stuff. And of course, you know we know that they've been storing uh, floats in the past in that uh, big tent way behind the uh, Mickey and Friends, but I don't know if they're still having them. Is that where they are now? That one, I don't know. I know that um, the Halloween floats are backstage in, in Disneyland. And oh, they're probably in that tent then. Maybe. I'm not sure. And I, But they are on their way to DCA since Halloween's going to be over there. Right. So I don't know if they moved those yet. I just was told that those are going to be heading to DCA soon. Well, we will see what happens. But anyways, yes, yeah, Sensational will be leaving on july 17th so if you guys are fans of that make sure you guys get over there between now and then and check it out you got tier you have basically uh from when you hear this podcast whenever that is you will have like uh 14 days left tier are you a stan what who stan are you stan one no. tier just one tier. That's all. One tier. That's all you have to share for Sensational. Just one. Single I like tier. Sensational. I like sound. You know the the time I liked Sensational the best was when they did it at like one in the morning during the twenty four hour events. I thought, you know what, with a little bit of additional lighting, this could make a cool nighttime parade, like on the reg. I it's, never got. To it see looks. It. it looked better at night, in my opinion. I only got to go to one twenty four hour party, unfortunately, and it was paint the night. Ugh. Uh, speaking of Paint the Night, let's just talk about the fact that uh, there's a lot of people bitching and moaning that it's uh, Main Street Luxury coming back and not Paint the Night because, you know, two whole years of Paint the Night apparently didn't appeal to or didn't uh, satisfy everybody's appetite or whatever, however long it was, 18, it was 18 months, right, that Paint the Night was going? Or the, oh, oh, the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then it came back. Yeah, That's and then right. it came back to DCA. Yeah, it came back to DCA. So, I mean, 18 months plus whatever, however long it was at DCA. I mean, you guys got your fill of... Uh... Oh, and by the way, those people that call the Main Street Electrical Parade boring. Well, you're boring. Tell them. I just did. <laughs> Everybody's got to complain about something. If uh, Main Street Electrical Parade was com- is coming back, then they're going to complain that they want Paint the Night. If it was Paint the Night coming back, then there'd be people complaining that it should be the Main Street Electrical Parade. 
And if it was neither of those, then people would be complaining that it's not uh, Pixar play. <laughs> you know, the, know, the thing I thought was the funniest. I mean, I'm like, just uh, hold that thought. I'm not trying to talk over you for oh, our well, earlier that's discussion. That's nice of you. Thank you. I just wanted to get out the thought that uh, if they're going to bring back any parade, uh, to me, uh, they're all bullshit. Bring back the Lion King. Yep. They need to bring that one back and believe there's magic in the Stars Fireworks show. Whatever. Okay, uh, go back to your thought. What was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't write it down. <laughs> it was only 10 seconds ago. Uh, no, what what I thought was the most ridiculous things, and I've seen a bunch of people posting it, is why would you bring back the Main Street Electrical Parade? It's so repetitive. I'm a fan of Paint the Night. <laughs> that's like not- as if they've never listened to the music in Paint the Night. It's like way more repetitive than... I mean, parade. I mean, per my other per per my earlier point about how the soundtrack was changed and how each float doesn't have its own soundtrack, I would agree that the Main Street Electrical Parade is repetitive. I'm not saying it's not, but the no, but Saint the, the Night is just as repetitive. It's more. It's the same song on repeat, exactly. as, as opposed to original. It's the same song stretched out to 20 minutes. The Electrical Parade is at least original music, and at least yes, Electrical Parade is original music, and it's not a a, a song that's borrowed from a movie. Wreck it's it, uh, if you think about the the main the 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 song for the Main Street Electrical Parade is, is just one thing that keeps going. It's continuous, you know, until the ending, you know. With Paint the Night, it's what like maybe it's like a minute of a song repeated. And, yeah, and then when can we do it again? Yeah, and then do do do, and it starts over again. Yeah. so yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they totally are, yeah. especially with that. I'm sorry. If you like Paint the Night more than the Electrical Parade, do not email us. We don't care. <laughs> and uh, if if you're big fans of Light Magic, definitely do not. Email. No, I want to hear you from those people. I yeah, like, if, if you, I, I did like. I did like uh, if you if you were yeah, a big paint- fan of Light Tragic, then you should send us an email and explain why. Because uh, yeah, but light, paint the night. We've already discussed that paint the night was ba- is basically light paint light magic uh, light done tragic. right. Light magic tragic. with the with the um, fiber optic lighting was awesome. Visually, yeah, but they 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 it was <laughs> when it worked. The their mistake was uh, having it stop and do projections on the on the floats and. You know, you're sitting there waiting for the damn float to come, but you have to wait because it starts in small world, and you have to wait there because they're doing their five minutes, and then it goes down. That's that's where they missed it on. They that. tried to take it too far, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, then they weren't. Which ready. is why it was tragic. And uh, anybody who was at the uh, the AP preview just got ruined, especially those of us that were up in the uh, <laughs> up by small world for the AP preview, and we had to listen to that same thing. What like fifteen times for like almost an hour while that float just sat there? Were you? Were you? Did you go to the AP preview for Light Tragic? Yeah. No. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. We were there together. We were there uh, up uh, by uh, Small World. Did you hold hands? Well, we might have by the time it got done. <laughs> we should have been because that it was just sweaty hands, right? Well, it, it was it, a night. It, yeah. it was a night. Yeah, it, it came up and it sat there in in the Small World section. It just kept. Starting and then it would get. I don't remember what happened. I'm just, trying to remember how many floats did they have. I can't tell you that. It was was like, it a bunch or just a no, couple? It, it was, was like, like a what, small three or four or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? because they were all really big, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, because they all had big screens on the side or whatever it was. Do you think that the electrical parade coming back will drastically affect park numbers? Like that the park, or do you think it'll just get busier because the APs won't be blocked out anymore? I think that uh, starting on uh, uh, when the deluxe come back on August 12th, uh, I mean, I predict that the parks are going to become just as crowded as they would every year when the deluxes come back. Uh, But, I mean. Do you think then that the first week of or 10 days of the electrical parade won't won't be that crowded still? Actually, real quick, uh, they come back on August 19th. Oh, so I the know first, why that was the twelve. So the first seventeen or eighteen. So that's days. an extra seven days then. Okay, well then, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got like you got quite a while before uh, before the uh, before they come back before uh, Deluxe has come back to watch the election. I think parade. that'll be the test, right? If well, it's yeah, still dead at the beginning of August through when Deluxe comes and the electrical parades on, I and mean, people have had. A month and a half, two months to figure out that the park's dead, so they, you know, to flood I mean, in. Gonna, uh, I mean, I'm just going to say that the thing is, is that uh, you know what's done is done. Obviously, they didn't get the crowds they wanted. They thought they would get for the beginning of Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it seems like that the the things were actually more crowded during the reservation period. Totally, I 100 percent think that uh, the reservation period contributed to. The first couple weeks of the actual opening being dead because all those people who already went. Totally. Uh, basically, you were just getting repeat uh, people who, you know, just love being there or you're already going to be in the parks or they're already going. Uh, but you're not getting the people who would be going out of their way to go to the park just to go to Galaxy's Edge because those people already went. And as I as we mentioned last week, uh, I'm almost positive that like 90% of reservation holders for those three weeks of Galaxy's Edge were probably pass holders, which basically turned the reservation period into a AP big AP preview. preview yeah. So uh, that being said, once Galaxy's Edge opened, you didn't get all that repeat uh, AP you know, business. And now you continue not to really get that repeat AP business other than from the people that actually, you know, want to go. But, then a lot of people aren't going because, you know, they're out of merchandise or whatever other reasons do they, they're not going. Uh, I'd be more interested to know uh, how people are faring as far as how the crowds to get in to Savi's workshop have been since uh, the official opening day compared to during the reservation period when it was constantly uh, selling out of reservations out, yeah. for Savi's workshop. I know the cantina is super easy to get in. If you go online at 7 a.m., and you book yourself, you can book any time you want to go into the cantina. Well, I noticed Michael the other day had no problem booking a reservation. He had for, almost forgot that he could do that he could do that, and yet he was still be able to book a reservation with ease. So we were there uh, super. So early. I mean, I'm just con- I'm just wondering how much business like Savi's Workshop is doing at their two hundred plus uh, two hundred dollars uh, pop on the lightsabers. Well, it's the same situation. Excuse me. It's the same situation. They can uh, you can go on at seven a.m. and just book your time. And if you're one of the first people to log on at seven a.m. and you want to go at yeah, two that, or that's whatever, that's not what I'm asking. Though I'm actually I'm asking how many people are actually making reservations, and is it actually continuously busy all day like what it was previously, or is it one of those things? Uh, she's telling me from the other room that basically in the evening you can just walk up and go into Savi's. And I'm assuming it's the same way. I mean, how how long is the uh, how long has the uh, the virtual queue actually been in effect 
during these last couple of weeks. I mean, to get in the land. Yeah, to get in the land. Not at all. They're not, not using it. Not They're not even using it. So. They haven't been using it. I mean, it was a couple of days they used it in the morning for like an hour or two, and then Maybe. and then it was gone. I was there on Friday, and uh, we just walked in. Walked, so. yeah. And what time was that? Uh, five, Basically all day. Six. So Yeah, I've been there at 9 p.m., and I've been there at 9 a.m., and both times we walked right in. So, I mean, basically, uh, it's, it. yeah. We went early to buy some pins on Thursday, and... I didn't know, being as it was only three days after they'd open, I didn't know whether it would be easy to walk right in or not. So we made a cantina reservation and figured, oh, we'll just go have one drink, and then she can see the cantina, and then we'll leave and go check out whatever else we want to check out in the land. But uh, it was like we didn't even need to make the reservation. We could have just walked up, and they would have just stuck us in to, to the cantina. I'd also Granted, be, it was 9 o'clock in the morning. I'd also <laughs> be interested to know whether they're relaxing on the two-drink uh, minimum and the 45-minute uh, the stay we were probably uh, there more in the than cantina. 45, but we didn't try to order more than more drinks, but um, I think, again, it just has to do with how busy they are. Yeah, I think it's just... You know they're probably they just play it by ear, and uh, if if it's crowded, then they'll kick people out. But if they're if it's not crowded, then they I'm sure they have no problem with you staying in there past whatever time. So yeah, I mean it's just one of those things that it's going to be a case by case case by case basis as it goes along, and uh, at least up until when the deluxes come back, then uh, we you may have to just re everything will be uh might be different after the all those extra passes come back, and then in. What end of when do uh, SoCal's come back? I don't really know. Okay, <laughs> don't really. Usually, care. it's usually it's the right the end of August, right? Yeah, or, probably or something like that. So, yeah. Well, speaking of coming back, Uh-oh. uh oh, Disney's actually uh, bringing back the Bring a Friend this summer offer, and I'm not. Wait, they did that before. They did that last summer for APs. Yeah. Last I, summer I when they didn't remember. need to, right? <laughs> so they bring they you can they had the offer to bring a friend last summer. Now they need it. Someone was asking, are they going to do this again this year? I said there was no reason for them to do because Star Wars is opening up. This and this and that, and now we see the crowds are not there. So hey, let's have APs bring a friend. They can buy up to three tickets a day, in person at the ticket booth only, for a hundred dollars a piece. Well, ninety nine, and it's a hopper. Yeah, it's park yeah. hopper, so you're saving fifty bucks. Basically, yeah, yeah. you save fifty dollars. Because right now it's all peak days. You have to go. They can't. You can't be bought online. The AP has to be present. But the very next day, they can come with another group of three people or the same group of three people if they want to go every day. Uh, if it was the same group, a multi-day ticket would make more sense. <laughs> I agree. But uh, yeah, they've got the option, or at least each AP has the option to go any day of the promotion up to three people with them for the $99 a ticket. Now, uh, this that's actually a savings of a hundred dollars because, uh, park hoppers are regularly 199 right now, according to this. Yeah. And depending single, on the single park tickets days, are one, yeah. are one forty nine. So yeah, on peak days, it would actually be a, up to a savings of a hundred dollars per ticket. So this goes to August 30th. I don't know how they can call it peak with the way that the crowds have been, but you know. Well, I mean, the peak season, peak peak dates. I, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> like this, peak dates right. with air quotes. Yes. All right. So, uh, if you guys uh, have friends who are be coming to town and want to uh, cheap cheap tickets, 
There you go. Can't really do much better than that other than buying a pass. Exactly. Does that mean that you're going to post on your Facebook and offer to take friends? No, because <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing that uh, in two weeks. So, oh, okay. But, uh, no, I'm not posting any offers for anything. Unless they want to buy me a corn dog. <laughs> $3. <laughs> yeah, I will be taking advantage of that deal because, actually, I have to pay for it. So, Connor? Yes. So yeah, uh, go check that out and uh, yeah, good good deal. And we were just going over prices, and uh, if you buy that ticket for ninety nine dollars and add max pass, you're gonna pay one fourteen, and that's still worth it. So take advantage of that. Hey, so uh, last week uh, we told you guys that uh, emotional whirlwind, pick uh, inside out emotional whirlwind was gonna be opening on, well, we assumed on Friday, right. Uh, come to find out, it, it opened uh, to uh, technically uh, uh, soft opened on Thursday. It really wasn't a soft open. Was it was more of a? I know I, what I heard. They were filming some stuff there. They were because I have Im- I have information on that. And then they uh, opened up for a little bit, and then they closed it. Now, which attraction are we talking about? Flix Flyers. Flix Flyers. Uh, the Inside Out Emotional uh, Whirlwind. Flex Flyers. Uh, the, uh, yes, it opened on Thursday. Uh, Victoria was actually there. Uh, she told me the next day that uh, she didn't even know that it was a, uh, that it wasn't even supposed to be open. Uh, uh, I guess she went in the evening. Uh, she said it opened, like, I think around five or six, I think she said it opened. Mm. Uh, and she thought, she thought it was open until closing, but, uh, Going by what you're saying, that could be mis- she could be mistaken, but uh, she did say that she uh, to, before she went on it, she was forced to sign a uh, likeness waiver there you uh, go. before they went on it, and that that they were that she was warned that they could be filmed. Uh, she was she's wondering whether there she's going to end up in the uh, the any commercials uh, this summer. Uh, I told her uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the producer. I'm not the producer, <laughs> but. Uh, I told her that was cool and that, uh, you know, it was really cool that she ended up uh, being able to go on it on the non-official opening day. I mean, uh, you say not really a soft opening. I mean, I don't know how how much softer you can get than that. A uh, soft, soft opening, I guess. Well, because people heard it was open, went over there, and they were closed. So oh. it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, it's soft open today. We're going to be testing it out right. with people. It was just, well, I think it, I think you discount as a soft opening because we've gotten used to soft openings where they're open all day. It's right. a soft opening. I mean, in the old days, this was basically a soft opening where it was something would open for a couple hours, and then uh, you get lucky if you can get on it or something like that. Uh I think it was, uh, well, uh, something, uh, we got to go on, uh, was it, uh, star tours or something on the Friday before, uh, or was it, oh, space mountain, I was or, gonna say it's space uh, hyperspace mountain. mountain. We got Thursday. to go on the was it a uh, Friday or Thursday before, uh, uh, hyperspace mountain actually opened for, uh, beginning of season of the force. We actually go on, got to go on the Friday and then we stood three hours in line and I was like, what the hell are we doing? Well, we already went on it. <laughs> That was your choice, but uh, yeah, no. no uh, the uh, so yeah, they it had a little little uh, micro soft opening, uh, commercial opening on Thursday, uh, where a few people, including like I said, my friend Victoria, got to go on it with her daughter. Uh, I mean, I told her, I asked her to email in. I don't know if you did. She had does is there an email? Okay, good. Uh, just telling what she thought about it and blah 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 and. Uh, she said she had some other complaints about other things. About uh, you? No, some uh, some about cast members or something. I don't know. Uh, and I said, well, you f- feel free to 
uh, write in anytime you have a complaint. So, I mean, that's what this podcast is usually about. It's complaining. So, yeah. Uh, other than Anthony, we would like to hear it. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you guys, not, I assume not, uh, you guys wouldn't go on it anyways. Uh, what's it like over there? I'm sure you went over there and at least and looked, or did you not go over there? I did not go over there. I th- We were, I think we were going to head over there. And, uh, both Miles and I said, no, nah, we don't want to go on that. So Dirty. <laughs> I think his mom wanted to, but she was like, no. So we didn't actually get to walk over there. Uh, so I don't know what it's like, you know, what's going on over there. Uh, Dan was there, and he'll probably uh, mention that in his email. So, yeah, he said he was having an emotional whirlwind time. Okay, so, I mean, we don't have any uh, experiences from any of us, obviously. But I we did do, see a video but of it. But we do have at least a couple emails that will talk about it. So. I, did, I did see a video of it, uh, and I, I think it's really cool because they have uh, the different characters talking. Basically, uh, you'll have um, Fear introducing, you know, talking, and then he goes on flight. And then next one, next time, oh, it cool. could be the, another, another character. So I think that's pretty cool. I, I saw the video. I saw two different videos with the two different uh, things. Yeah, I mean, everybody can uh, talk about how much they want. And, you know, the fact is that, is that it's Flix Flyers. But uh, it has been taken. And in, in, uh, if you want to use the quote-unquote improved or quote-unquote enhanced to uh, just be a different, different experience, uh, just, uh, you know, it's for kids. Kids aren't going to know that it was Flix Flyers. They don't care. That's all that really matters. I think kids are a lot more perceptive than you give them credit for. Oh, I think kids are totally perceptive, but I also think they don't care. Oh. Well, I just if like, I get to sit in a fortune cookie or like an animal cracker box, then I'm happy. Otherwise, bleh. This is coming from a 40-year-old, so. Hey, exactly. you're 40. Thank you. Just like with uh, just like with a lot of cartoons that uh, adults uh, want to bitch about and say. Which oh, ones? All of them. Which? Oh, just in general. There's lots of cartoons. So no that, examples. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, just like uh, Star Wars Resistance or like uh, oh, Marvel Rising. Oh, like stuff like that is, you know, guy, uh, people get on there. Oh, well, I don't like the animation. And, you know, basically any show that uh, that is you meant for kids and it doesn't have uh, good animation. Adults will inevitably be like or it doesn't have like the best animation adults will have me. Well, why couldn't they just have good animation? This animation looks like garbage. I hate it. Kind of like those people who complain about the new Mickey Mouse. Well, uh, <laughs> but it's not It's not for me. So, I mean, I don't watch it. They could have it, but just I'm saying. not going to watch it. Just saying. But there's a difference there because uh, they've already proven that they don't even like the old Mickey Mouse. So, I mean, they tried to fill a place, the one place that they actually show uh, old uh, Disney animation, they tried to fill it with merchandise. What does that say? <laughs> so, uh, no, I was just using it as an example of uh, adults and in, invariably in, in complaining about things that are meant for kids. It's not for you. Yeah, so go check it out. If you guys have been on it, let us know what you guys think of it. Uh, yeah, Pixar Fear is finally complete. It only took <laughs> almost exactly a year because they... Just we're posting what Sunday or Saturday that the Pixar Pier was celebrating its one year anniversary. Yeah. So they celebrated their one year by anniversary by finally being done. <laughs> Better late than never, I guess, or something. 
But here's something you guys might be interested in. It's the Disneyland Gallery presents Happy Haunts Materialize. Over there, of course, in Mr. Lincoln's area, they have a Haunted Mansion display exhibit going on. Uh, it's pretty cool. They have uh, different uh, sculptures and artwork up there. They even have like this Dracula guy. He looks like Dracula, but he turns into a, a, a werewolf or something. I think these were, uh, I didn't go actually read all these things, but this is like when you are in the um, the hallway and you see the pictures changing up there. Mm. These are basically those, but I think different renderings of oh, okay, what cool. they were thinking about having. Uh, basically what this is is a 50th, 50th anniversary uh, display exhibit inside of uh, the Opera House for the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion, which is coming up on, what is that, August 8th, right? Okay. It's in August. Yeah, it's I believe coming. it's the eighth. I'm not sure of the exact date. I I'm I'm noting though that uh, almost positive that it is before the deluxes come back. Sucks for them. Oh, that they will right. miss the 50th anniversary day of the haunted mansion. Uh, did you ever hear anything about whether the that haunted mansion event sold out? I haven't heard if it sold out. I do have a friend that's going. Lucky so them. They uh, oh, they have the money. Um, nonetheless, they're going, and I'll find out how packed it is when it happens. Cool. Uh, the opening date was um, August 9th. Okay, yeah, I was close then. So, Oh, I must be thinking about that, that the, the one, the party. One oh, of, it's the, one's the 8th. One's, one's the 8th. Into the 9th. Into the 9th. Right. Uh, and then I think one is the 7th into the 8th or, yeah. so, or vice versa or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what it must be, what I was thinking about the 8th. Uh yeah, so go check that out. That's over there, like I said, at Lincoln slash Opera House, whatever you want to think about it as. Uh, the Mary Poppins exhibit used to be in there and now has been replaced by Spooky Ghosts. I'm scared. What do you think a 50-year-old ghost looks like? Do you think they're like uh, old, feel older as a ghost? Or do you think because they're a ghost, it doesn't really matter? I don't think it matters. <laughs> do you think if a ghost is like one day old or like a hundred years old, it's pretty much the same shit to them? Yeah, because they're just they're staying in one spot and they can't. Do you think move they're bored on. by the time they're a hundred of being I a ghost? Or so. I mean, as opposed to the first day as a ghost, is, that's why it might be kind of like a shocking. That's why they uh, start scratching you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, oh, so you're saying the demons are the old ghosts? Yes, they're yes. old. They're, so they're, they're bitter. They're, yes, they're bitter. They're bitter. They're, <laughs> they're tired and. They hate people. So you're saying bitter ghosts become demons. There you go. Okay. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Worse for me. <laughs> so last week we were talking about the, the new Pixar Palace parking structure. Which apparently didn't open at all. We thought it was open. We thought really, it was open. It was only the security walkway. check and the walkway that were open. It would appear that Tim's uh, speculation about uh, the whole having the walkway closed on the Mickey and Friends side was correct. That they were sort of correct. They've they've kept the escalators open on both sides. Oh, so you can go down the escalators. Yeah, um, but you also have the option of walking all the way to the other side. Well, I'll show you a photo. Um, well, that's not going to help the people on the podcast. Anyway, no, but. but essentially the the just like I just just like I said, I thought would happen. Um, that whole middle area is um, the whole middle area uh, is closed, and they're like ripping it up and stuff. So it's so while he's doing that, I'm just going to say real fast that the parking structure itself did not open to people parking in it, apparently, uh, because that was made plain by the fact that on Saturday, this last Saturday, uh, even though we predicted that Mickey and Friends should never have a reason to ever fill up again. 
Well, on Saturday, Mickey and friends filled up again because the parking structure did not open uh, because during the week, after we had already recorded, they announced officially that the parking structure was going to open on Sunday. Which to me at the time when I read that was confusing because I'm like, well, why is the parking structure going to open on Sunday officially when it's already open? But then it was made clear by stupid people that uh, by the, the people. parking structure wasn't allowing people to park, but you were boarding the trams underneath, which is what was happening. Now the parking structure should be open. It is past, and we are past Sunday, presumably. So we were there. Monday night. Okay. We so got there should... pretty late. Uh, I asked if Pixar Pals was open, and the guy was like, oh, I just closed it off. Like, I pulled the barrier, barricade. So we had to go. So it was open then, at least confirmed it had been that it was open. So we went around the big ramp to the Mickey and Friends side, went all the way up to Mini, which is the roof, for those that don't know, and went and parked pretty close to the uh, escalator. Uh, was it on fire? The escalator? No, the roof. Oh, I don't know. The es- I mean, the escalator seemed like it was smoking, but no fire. Did you, uh, I hope you didn't get in it. Well, yeah. I mean, how else are you going to get down? Why would you get on a smoking escalator? The elevator escalator? was even worse. I oh. thought there was no smoking there. No, I know. It's I would have walked. Nonetheless, we parked pretty close to the elevators. Uh, then I said, hey, we can go down the escalator on the Mickey and Friends side, but let's just walk over and go on the other side. So we walked down the path. There hadn't been so many security parking cars going around. I probably just would have driven against the, because the way out from that uh, Pixar Pals was open, uh, and that's what I realized is that there's only ramps going up both structures. There's an only there's still only one exit ramp. We we are sharing an exit. The Pixar Pals shares an exit ramp with Mickey and Friends. How's that possible? Because the exit ramp for Mickey and Friends is in the middle of Mickey and Friends. Right. So that There's means ramps. Everybody from Pixar Pals comes over to this side. That's what the ramps are for. If you've been over there, you see that there's a, it's the walkway ramp shares with a driving ramp. People drive from Pixar Pals over to Mickey and Friends, and then they have to do the big loop to come down the exit ramp. That seems like it would take an incredibly long amount of time to get out of there. From what I saw, like no, worse no than, exit like worse ramps. than getting out of Universal, which always seems to take forever. Uh, from what I've seen, no exit ramp. And I looked around to try to find it. Uh, I did see on the roof on the top level, which I think there is, uh, oh, man, I forget what it is on the Pixar Pal side. But they have these, like, what looks like a little circle on the ground under every car. I assume that that's somehow a sensor system so they know how many um, they know how many vehicles are on the roof, whether or not to send more up there, et cetera. Or maybe if it's on fire. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> Well, it was smoking, I'm telling you. You know, you can't smoke in the park, but you can smoke on the roof when it's not on fire. Yeah, so hopefully I'm going to say now, I'm going to say it again, because now that the parking structure is officially open, we should never see Mickey and Friends be full again. Shouldn't. Yeah. Shouldn't. What I don't Provided know... there's actual parking people that know what they're doing when it comes to keeping both park structures open. Because it seems very unlikely, especially right now with the parks not being as busy as what they predicted, there's no reason why the they if they know what they're doing, there's no reason why both of those parking structures should fill up. Do you know how many spaces are in Toy Story? Uh, we said it a couple weeks ago, uh, six thousand five hundred. That's on the oh new- Toy Story. No, uh, we also said that a couple weeks ago because we talked about 
how much Toy Story was going to expand when uh, K-Lot opens. Right. I'm just wondering what their total number of rough total number of spots are because when the parks are at a peak capacity, they Was usually like 6, have like 6,000 something. I think you can get about 100,000, 140,000 people is both parks pretty packed. Uh, and I was wondering what the average number of guests per car is. Probably three. Um, yeah, you know, it's hard to say. I'm just throwing out a number. I mean, because I think there's something like. Just 18, based on how 18,000 spots between Mickey and Friends and, or is it, is it 12,500 or 10,000? I have to look it up. Either way, there's 16 or 18,000 spots on the Mickey and Friends Pixar Pal side. Right. And then whatever they have at Toy Story, those are the main two lots. So usually those are the only ones where they have people park. There's some, a few, maybe another thousand here, thousand there kind of spots. But Well, speaking of uh, Toy Story, just to uh, throw in... Uh, about the extra parking that's going to be available at Toy Story soon. Uh, we've heard that officially on July 8th, so next Monday, uh, cast members will officially get to gain access to the new, what's going to be called the MCML lot, which will be basically the new, which will be Pumba, the new cast member lot that's uh, taking over Pumba, the former Pumba lot and is being renamed the Manchester lot because it is on Manchester Street. And uh, that is going to take over as the main uh, the the main cast parking that was with K-Lot. Uh, they've also officially uh, broken up uh, all of the cast parking lots into departments where only certain departments are supposed to park in certain parking lots. Uh, it was kind of like that before, but now it's even more streamlined and official uh, where certain departments will only park in certain lots. The uh, Catella lot will only will re- still remain open until July 14th, which is a week from next Sunday. So basically a week and a half uh, from now. And uh, that will be, and then July 15th, which is the Monday, the day after, it will become, officially become Bullseye Lot that day. So July 15th, Bullseye Lot officially opens for guest parking uh, and the addition to Toy Story. Now, I'm curious, is everybody still going to be going in through the one entrance and the former cast entrance is to, is just going to be for the shuttle, or, or are they going to be setting up another ticket booth at the former cast entrance for Bullseye, and it'll have its own ticket booth? Or are you going to go still go in through uh, off of Harbor, the Toy Story entrance, and then drive all the way around into K Lot like you used to during? Uh, you know, busy times. I think you'll drive all the way around. And just then that entrance uh, where the, the former cast entrance is literally just going to be for shuttles then? Probably. Oh, and then also apparently they're uh, expanding the uh, cast parking over at uh, Mickey and Friends to include part of Pixar Pals. So the cast parking over there will also be greatly expanded. And the... Cast parking has taken over the Stitch lot, the old downtown Disney lot. Right. Which is, which, which uh, is at this point, is just a rumor. Which supposedly. I had already said, no, I had already told you that last week that Cast was uh, going to be taking over one of those parking lots. I just wasn't mm. sure which one. Remember, I mentioned it to you last week. 
I said that Cass was going to be taking over one of those parking lots, uh, but I wasn't sure. So now we know, according to what you've heard, that it will be the Stitch lot, and that uh, you you say as of now, the rumor supposedly, but you can't park there anymore, right? I have not tried to park there. Right, so there, right now, there is no parking uh, in the Stitch lot for Downtown Disney. I think that they assume that everyone's. It's close enough to park at Pixar Pals and just walk across the street since all you have to do is literally walk across now and you don't have to go through that whole loop. Um, That's a, well, yeah, it's still basically the same as you did before. But it's right, still going to be just as, until they open the pedestrian bridge, it's still going to be still going to be a pain in the ass to cross that street. Parking for downtown Disney is, uh, they're using the simple lot just like before. Which is what they've been doing. Yeah, but so. They've been saying that, but he said that you could still go into Stitch and Park. Uh, even though they said, yeah, now not anymore. No. So, uh, the, there's the only reason for that is if what you hear about the, uh, stitch becoming cast parking is true. From or, my understanding, it's just temporary. Though. Or eventually I still say that stitch is going to become part of downtown Disney at some point to connect with the parking structures, but that's a couple of years down the road. But, uh, yeah, so. Parking, 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 all the parking. Uh, My understanding, though, is that that's going to be a temp- it's a temporary deal to have that until that walkway bridge and ramp down situ- whole situation is complete, that they're temporarily using it as cast parking, and then probably once things get busier in a couple months again, they'll just put it back. I doubt they'll ever use it as parking again because if anything after that, they'll probably just... Uh, have whatever plans they have in the future for it. There should be there's plenty of parking to go around for everybody. So uh, at least they've made the best out of a bad situation with the whole Eastern Gateway falling through, and that they've managed to uh, turn that into a cast lot and then expand Toy Story into the cast lot, the former cast lot. So hey, so run Disney is a uh, is a phrase that you haven't really heard <laughs> used on this podcast in a long time because we haven't had any run Disney events. At the parks in uh, in ages, thanks to the uh, well, mainly because of the uh, the originally planned uh, hotel, which uh, when you think about it now, Run Disney was basically canceled for nothing. <laughs> when you think about <laughs> that it, is funny. because Run Disney was uh, put on the shelf because of the planned uh, Downtown Disney uh, hotel, but that ended up not coming through. So di- basically, Run Disney was can- was uh, canned for nothing. But uh, run. Yeah, I was just having the talk with somebody the other day. They, why haven't they brought back the run Disney yet? Because they're they, the only reason getting rid of it never happened. I think something like that takes time to plan, and they uh, the, eventually, uh, I believe, the run Disney will return, and I believe it will probably return with maybe some sort of uh, Galaxy's Edge themed uh, or Star Wars the Star Wars run will return. Uh, it will probably include a run through Star Wars uh, through Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that, uh, but. The Run Disney is technically returning to uh, to uh, us by way of a D23 Expo Run Disney Virtual 5K. Oh, I, I already completed that. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, you'll have to show me your medal when you get it. Sure. Uh, from now until D23 Expo in August, you can sign up for the 2019 Run Disney Virtual 5K celebrating 80 years of Marvel. If you're attending D23 Expo in Anaheim this August, you can sign up for the August Virtual 5K online 
and collect your Black Panther-inspired medal at the Ultimate Disney Fan Event, which, of course, is D23. So, uh, unfortunately, that means you have to go to D23, be going to D23, be, you have to be going to D23. Wow. Really? I thought I thought put it that. I thought I did. <laughs> thought I thought I put it that. So, unfortunately, you have to be going to D23 to, uh, to participate, because I think you have to actually be going to the expo to collect your medal. But uh, if you guys don't know what a virtual run is, I think we've talked about a virtual run once before on here because uh, I think they did once before. Basically, a virtual run is uh, you pay money for the run Disney event like you would normally do. But in this case, instead of actually showing up and doing a run, you run at your own convenience and pace. Uh, you or just not have to complete the uh the time and the amount of time in the whatever amount of time they give you and then you uh send in your numbers or whatever and then uh they send you the medal uh yes uh, as tim uh eloquently said uh the only thing about the virtual run thing is uh you don't really have to run if you don't want to uh, you could just say that you did it, and basically you're just paying for a medal that you didn't really earn. And that's why I said I completed it. But if you want to, uh, you know, say you actually earned the medal, and you're one of those people, like say uh, Catherine. Catherine does runs and stuff. We know that she would probably somebody who somebody would actually do the running at home, and then say she did the run and uh, get her medal. But, uh, you know, someone like Tim, who doesn't want to actually do the run and may want the medal, uh, can say that they did the run, but as long as you don't mind paying the money. Well, he won't mind. You know. He's going to sell it. Right. <laughs> oh, but I he, don't want the medal either. But he's not going to D23, I don't know. Does it look so cool? it's a bad example. Does it look cool? I'll going, show you right now. I'm going to D23. Oh, I thought you weren't didn't have tickets. Just not for Saturday so far. Oh, okay. We'll figure it out. People will be offloading tickets when they bought too many and stuff when the, right the day of two days before. They'll be easy to find couple days before this, this show are you going no oh man i was gonna buy your saturday ticket for sure me. you are <laughs> i'm going you can buy mine <laughs> or you can just like go in and then like hand yours out to me or something uh, yeah, the the, the, the d23 expo run disney virtual august 5k registration is subject to capacity limits and may close at any time the commemorative medal must be picked up by registered participant at the Run Disney Expo booth during the D23 Expo, August 23rd to 25th. Valid ID and proof of reg- race registration is required. Admission to D23 Expo is required. So, yeah, uh, if you guys have been uh, here in California and missing out on the Run Disney events and you want to get a medal, but that's not necessarily uh, wait all the way until they finally restart the actual runs, you can do your own run at home and uh, do your own 5K at home and then uh, show up to D23 and get your cool uh, Black Panther-inspired medal, which I think looks really neat. And well, Why would I get one to sell when anybody can just buy it from them <laughs> without running? Uh, as with uh, <laughs> any other Run Disney event, they will have pins available uh, of the medals and stuff. That uh, Now, I assume that since this is only just a 5k that there's only just the one pin and the one metal but uh you never know you want to virtually do the 5k with me anthony we can walk it out hold hands hug walk the it whole out time, you know like, i don't like that song whatever 
All right, so just uh, note that that is uh, $40 plus a small fee. It comes to like 42 something. So uh, if you guys got the $40 and you got time to run 5K or not run 5K or say you run 5K, then, uh, well, get on it. Celebrate 80 years of Marvel by running five kilometers. I'm running, already tired, dude. Running or walking. Yeah, just thinking about it. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. It's three miles, dude. It's a lot. I know. I predict another couple years and the uh, run disney will be back you know, don't think sooner there's no, well i mean yeah i mean within the next couple of years mm-hmm. i'll say that within the next couple of years the run disney should be back there's no reason for them to keep it away uh as far as having the actual races well, especially if the parks are empty they're gonna need everything they can to get people here well yeah i mean it's gonna take them a lot a while to get organized again but yeah i mean now that the hotel is uh, not happening there's no reason for them to put off uh doing doing going back and doing the runs so We'll just see. Uh, for now, uh, you can get your virtual on. Theme song takeover. Huh. What is Slats Cut? Uh, ooh. Mr. McD's dime? Oh, no. I'm late. Life is like an airplane here in Duckburg. Airplanes, 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 it's a duck blur. Might fly an airplane, or crash an airplane. Airplanes, the duck tails. Now I'm on a boat with Dewey duck tails. Woo! Hey, a scooter, what's got Louie duck tails? Whoa! I'll catch up in a second or two. Yes, look out, some guys behind you. Even worse, here comes the key change ducktails. Woo! Jump in the plane for the refrain ducktails. Woo! Wait, ducks have tails. I just got that. That's why the name of the show is ducktails. Woo! Huh? What is Slats cut? Huh? Excuse me, tiny me. Mr. McD's dime. <laughs> I could listen to that all day. That was funny. That was Launchpad singing his version of DuckTales. Yes. Uh, the second, as far as I know, of the uh, their line of uh, theme song tape takeovers, the first being the uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz taking over that. the uh, Milo Murphy's Law theme, which I... This is hilarious, but I still think that one's really funny. Yeah, I saw that one too. It's time for the mail. All right, first email. It's not from Launchpad. It's not from Launchpad. Or it has nothing to do with airplanes. No. Well, I don't know. It could. No. Hey, maybe it has something to do with flying, though. Oh, okay. Because it's from Victoria. Hey, I know her. Uh, Her subject line is Emotional Whirlwind Review. Hello, peeps. I thought it would be a good time to ride in since I had the opportunity to ride the ride on Thursday while they were filming. I have a five-year-old daughter, so she was very excited to finally be able to ride this since there isn't a lot of slower rides at DCA. She was a huge fan of Flix Flyers while it was in Bugsland. I have to say it seems not as high, but really cramped. I think having trees around uh, made the ride feel like you were flying, but having the incredible coaster surrounding you just feels cramped. 
Although my daughter loved uh, that she got to ride in bing bongs, which I'm really happy that she got to ride in that too. Uh, it was really pretty, but for sure felt cramped. Uh, maybe the um, the uh, show title should be cramped. <laughs> uh, also, Whoa. It also felt shorter of a ride, but maybe because I was trying to absorb it all in. Overall, it's cute and will make parents of little ones happy that there's another ride for the little ones to ride. Speaking of making people happy, I would like to say... Disney has a great job controlling the crowds this summer. But if I read one more post about how they should unblock deluxe passes to Disneyland, I am going to scream. (laughs) (laughs) So true. We all knew you could not get into Disneyland this summer with that pass, so either deal with it or upgrade. That's what I did, and it was worth the extra $400. Life's not fair, so stop thinking you are entitled to get in just because last year you were. Okay, I'm done. Have a great day, and maybe I'll see some of you all soon at Disney if you would get there at Rope Drop. Um, I don't know about that, but you can always run into Michael, the OG mail guy, because he's always there. Uh, Signed, Victoria and Aria. So there you go. She's uh, not happy with people complaining about not getting into Disney. Well, we were referring earlier to the uh, deluxe passes and them complaining about being blocked out. And as we established, they're always blocked out until August. So I don't know what they're complaining about and why they would expect to get unblocked. Because so. they're entitled. Well, oh, wait. Oh, deluxe pass holders? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. All right. Thank you for your email, Victoria. Nice hearing from you again. All right. Next email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Her uh, subject line is Toy Story 4. Hey guys, I saw Toy Story 4. I liked it, but I think it's superfluous. The Toy Story trilogy was perfect. The end of 3 wrapped it all up for me, and I never thought they'd make more. So needless to say, I was not excited going in. I did enjoy myself, but it's not in my top 5 Pixar movies, like you said. Exactly. Forky was funny, but I'm not obsessed with him like everyone else seems to be. Now... Forky was funny, but I'm not. I'm, I agree with that statement. I'm not obsess, obsessed with him as I am with Bing Bong. <laughs> so, Bing Bong, Bing Bong. You know, I mean, Bing Bong. Uh, I could see being obsessed with Bing Bong. Bing Bong is a much more likable character than uh, Forky. I mean, at least, at least Bing Bong didn't want to throw himself in the trash. <laughs> if anything, he sacrificed himself. There you go. Forky yes. would never, from what I know about Forky, <laughs> and I think I know Forky, he would not have sa- sacrificed himself for uh, for uh, Buzz or Woody, or anybody for that matter. Whoa. And definitely not Knifey. <laughs> I feel the same way about him as I do with Porks. Everyone is pork crazy, and I just don't get it. I agree. I agree, too. She says, it's a space puffin. He's a talking spork. I'm not hating on them. I'm just indifferent to them. The end is crap. Cars 3 did it better. The end. Also, creepy dolls and puppets are not my jam. Happy 4th and fat times to all, Rachel. Now, I that's funny because uh, she agrees with me that the end is crap. And uh, uh, I, I think that's what Tim said, too. He didn't like the ending as he sits there on his phone. And, uh, yeah, so... I agree with everything you said there, especially about uh, 
Forky is not uh that I'm not obsessed with Forky. But uh hey, you know what? It's all about bing bong. Bing bong, bing bong. All right, thank you for your email, Wreck It Rachel. Uh now when you guys refer to the ending, are you guys referring and the fact that you're referring to how the uh, you got a friend of me doesn't matter anymore? You're referring to the fact that uh, Buzz and Woody split up at the end. Is that what you're referring to? or Yeah. Okay. I was wondering because I heard that that happens. And, uh, yeah, I could see how you would think that uh, you got a friend of me uh, would go against that. But I would counter you. Uh, and we both and her, uh, Rebecca and I both uh, thought this way that uh, you got a friend of me. Doesn't refer doesn't refer to Woody and Buzz's relationship, but it always referred to the toys to the kid. Do you disagree? I'm not sure I understand. It's not what's not to understand. I pretty the, much spelled out exactly what I meant. Did you understand? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't. I that it's you got a friend and me. The song didn't refer to Buzz and Woody's friendship. It referred to the friendship that the toys provide to the children, child. Andy. Andy. I mean, that Specifically may, that at, may be that true, but at the same time, they, uh, that the song is not what made me sad about Woody and Buzz. No, but you specifically up. said something about the, you were made a big rant last week about how that song doesn't mean anything anymore. How about that? that how the song was. The, oh, that was just like, was right, the it theme was a of point the, of icing on the cake kind of situation. I know, but I'm saying that if the if the song never re- really represented, meant to represent this friendship between Buzz and Woody, then the song still means the same as it always did. Uh, my only question and addendum on that would be uh, my favorite version of that song, only because I don't have to listen to stupid Randy Newman sing it with his... <laughs> is the version that Tom Hanks sings in, in Toy Story 2. Uh, I don't remember who he sings it to, though. Who's he, is he singing to Buzz, or is he singing it? Is that in the credits? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just no. know that Tom Hanks has a version that he sings. And, and it was just on, too. That's kind of watching and it. I, and I like that way better than, uh, well, because I don't like Randy Newman. That's blasphemy. Why? That I don't like Randy Newman? Because I love L.A. Oh. I like the song. I just don't like him. And it's probably one of his least annoying so- sounding songs. So yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to say that and just address uh, the, the that I know how the movie ends and uh, yeah, their toys they got to run they got to they got to follow they must follow their own path like Jedi or something. If uh, Woody's path is to uh, stay with Bo Peep, we're in the in the I assume they stay at the carnival or whatever they're. Uh, uh, that's his path. Then, if Woody, because uh, what is Buzz stays with the girl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's their that's his path. So I mean, you know, if they're if they're meant to be friends forever, their pals will meet someday, or not. They'll just end up as garbage because they're toys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're garbage. Thank you. All right. Next email is They're, from. Or I'm sorry. The pr- pr- correct thing to say would they'll end up on eBay. <laughs> All right. Next email is from Giselle the Gazelle, and her subject line is "Hasta la pasta sensational," with the throwing up emoji. Uh, I just want to address real fast that uh, Giselle is in uh, once again uh, for many many weeks. Apparently, is in Florida, uh, in her second home that uh, 
she gets to go to all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, Lucky. She says, hello, Mouse Pyre. What up, my bros? Where the hell have y'all been? Uh, uh, we're here. You're <laughs> the one that's not in the same state as us. Kitty. She says, Kitty, I'm the one that's been gone. <laughs> exactly. I've been sweating my butt off over here in Florida and loving it. I'd probably love to be there, too, but I wouldn't love to sweat. <laughs> I spent some time at Walt Disney World this summer with my family. It was hot and packed and even better than I remembered it. I watched Toy Story 4 and can say that I cried about four times. The, en- the ending was a little strange. I think it was the fast, Woody needing to jump away from the van, took off part that threw me off. Uh, the ending was too quick. I didn't have enough time to wipe my tears before it changed scenes. Other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very funny. I laughed the whole time. I also saw Aladdin, and I liked that much better than I expected. I need every single Jasmine outfit. <laughs> she will uh, for sure be the costume of Halloween 2019 bet. Now, I don't know what you're crying about on Toy Story 4 because it was shit. Why are you crying? That's what she said? No, I said that. Oh. She says she cried four times in Toy Story 4. Well, I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't Well, cry. tell her she can get together with Elizabeth since who Elizabeth, who literally. No, who, same, same thing. Who we, literally apparently cried all night. Well, we didn't cry in that movie until the end. It was a sentimental issue with Woody and Buzz separating. That's it. We didn't cry the whole movie. You cried? At the end, yeah. You, really? At the end, when oh they split God, up, man, it was dude. like, I literally was like, they're supposed oh to be together. If you cried on that ending, you have problems, In Tim. a sentimental way, yes. You I have very problems. Anyway, I'm excited for more Disney World time and also to get back home for the electrical parade. I'm so happy to hear it's coming back. My favorite parade of all time. I could watch it every night and never get tired of it. I cry watching it every time like a baby. <laughs> See you later, Sensational. Don't come back. Dang. Can't wait to watch it with Diggs from a bench uh, with a nice warm Starbucks and some beignets and a warm blanket. Everyone's allowed to join. We probably have room for two more people on the bench with us. RSVP, y'all. <laughs> Sending you a picture from our favorite park here, Animal Kingdom. See y'all real soon. Love, G. Just trying, I'm trying to think of, uh, I wish I could think of if there was something that they were selling right now in Florida that I should tell her to get, but I can't think of anything. It's nothing. I, well, I do want to say that I thought I could have sworn I saw a picture that in uh, that for their Lion King thing that they're having over at uh, Animal Kingdom, that they're selling the exact same sipper, but without the ocarina. Did you see that? That there's. I thought I saw a picture of a sipper that looked exactly the same as ours, but it had didn't have the ocarina. It was just a plain sipper, like the one that, like that one in my bathroom. I don't know. So I was like, I thought that was interesting, but I can't be sure because I only saw one picture of it. Well, just to let you know, she'll be back uh, the first week of August, so or the week of the tenth around that. So if you need anything, let us know before. Let her know before. All right, well, thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. And um, she says she's going to be, uh, I think she told me that she was going to buy me Starbucks too. So I can't wait for that. All right, next email is from Michael, the OG mail guy. Wow. He's back. And his subject line is, uh, look. His ears must have been burning. <laughs> his subject line is, look who came out of the 
cave mill guy. Cave of Wonders? No, the cave of the mill guy, I guess. Cave of the mill guy, huh? It's probably dirty in there. Michael, the lost mail guy here. <laughs> I supposedly turned in an email for last week's show, but I guess it never sent. <laughs> I finally did almost everything in Galaxy's Edge, and here's my opinion. No. The land as a whole gets 8 out of 10. Smuggler's Run gets a 7 out of 10. The details get a 9 out of 10. Easter eggs, 9 out of 10. Merchandise, 8 out of 10, but breaks the bank for sure. Space in some of the stores, 5 out of 10, because they're really cramped and it's hard to even get in there. There's one of the stores that I never went into because it was just like there's so many people in there. It's kind of like going into your kitchen. Huh. Really? Huh, right? Yes, Tim. Which, which pretty, store is that? Um, Tim? It's where they were selling the dolls and... Um, the Toy Daring Toy Maker? The, oh, yeah, where they have the... The wooden stuff and the plushies and the the like flat plush that yeah, kind of like the glues the, a little the, bit. The ships on top. Yeah, yeah. That one is like I said, it's going like going into your kitchen. It's how small it is. It's, it's just, tiny. It's small and I mean, all those stores are small. Every single one of them. But in that fact, one is probably the smallest. I had a conversation with somebody the other night that Galaxy's Edge, as accessible as it is in the open spaces for the disabled, it's really in the stores and stuff it's not accessible at all if you've got a wheelchair you can't even get into some of those well, stores and a lot of that technically none of the stores in Disneyland are that accessible well we're well, talking big open spaces a we're lot talking of those about stores. getting in you, well, you, you the one thing, oh there's the, a big difference between getting in and not belonging there well, you there's, go there's a big because uh, half the time they don't belong in there either where who people in wheelchairs don't belong in stores Anyway, my <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Anthony, is like I never. No, I see which I get. No, what no, you no, mean. but but I I didn't go into that store because it's too At crowded. All. You can't okay. get in there. But there was one time I was walking in and there's no one in there. I said I'm gonna go in here and check, check it, it out. Yeah. So I go in there and about two three seconds later, here comes a flock and of people. And you couldn't get out. I'm like, <sighs> so yeah, those stores are just ridiculous. Now, have you been there since the uh, reservation period ended? Yes, on a Friday. Okay, and it was still like that. Yes. Or was that the day you went in there? It was nobody I think there. that was the day I went in there. As, mu- as much as everybody we- followed you, that's why they said, hey, he's going in there. Let's go. As, mu- as much as we've talked about the fact that the parks are dead, Galaxy's Edge is still pretty busy. It's not as busy as it was. Right. But it's still, I mean, you know, you might be able to get into the build, lightsaber build. You might be able to get into the cantina, all this stuff. You know, generally the whole area is right. still busy. He says uh, Resistance Side is a 5 out of 10. Deadstone till... There's he, nothing much going on till, over there, right? uh, Rise of the Resistance opens. Uh, the Disney Play app game, nine, 9 out of 10. Data Pad is fun. Why would you give it a 9 out of 10? It should be a 10 out of 10. There's no reason to give it a 9 out of 10. There was probably one thing he couldn't figure out how to well, do. <laughs> more, than one, more than one. Blue Milk Bomb. Uh, you're wrong with that. Well, Ron- he likes plants. Ronto Rap Bomb. Ronto Rap is bomb. T- Tim was right. Love the Brazilian garlic sauce in the pork collar. What? Pork collar. I'm just reading what it says. It's a it's a pepper corn sauce. That's what it says on the menu. Uh, congratulations to one of my Disney family members on becoming one of the three rays at Batu. Man, that's pretty cool. Loving the empty park and walking in and out of Galaxy's Edge like nothing. Ratman said the parks would never be the same and no such thing as an off-season. I will take this. 
I will be capitalizing on the $99 deal and bringing family friends on coming back twice in July and maybe this Saturday. Crossing fingers is not busy. All right. So he's paying for his family to get in for $99? Is that what's going on? He's a high roller over there? (laughs) He has three and they have 96. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fat times. Harbor Gully is a must. The tuna, ill Sandwich is bomb. The lobster mac and cheese is good and fits a kick of spicy into it. I took a chance on the good uh, the good port galley lemonade. Really good, and I would recommend uh, it to everyone. Now, that's the uh, one that you and I were talking about uh, a week or two ago. And, yeah, that, uh, you had messaged me asking if it was the same one. Yeah, that's the one he sent. He sent that picture. Okay, uh, that's a the, uh, what's it called? The, the gold... I don't think it's what he said, but the uh, the lemon, the frozen lemonade, the uh, that had like uh, I don't know what did he what did he say it was called? Uh, Good Port Galley lemonade. Okay, I don't know if that's what it's called, but uh, the one that he had is uh, one that they had way back for the sixtieth uh, back in two thousand fifteen, and it was one of the ones that I that I reviewed as part of the uh, frozen lemonade challenge uh, way back when, and uh, at some point it's come back. I don't know. Uh, exactly when it came back, but uh, I mean, it could have been a couple months for as far as I know, as for, since I haven't been to the parks. But uh, I do think it's interesting that after all this time, they have brought back some of uh, the older uh, drinks like that. Pizza uh, at the Pizza Port is stepping up their game and don't taste cheap like microwave pizza. Uh, baked potato is bomb when the damn place is open, and of course, the pretzel with cheese is always bomb. Thanks, Diggs, for that one. Crazy Cone is good as well. Now, I think it was the last two times or maybe three times I went to the park, you know, I was, like, trying to figure out what to eat there. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll probably go over to uh, the Troubadour Tavern and get me that pretzel. Nope, they're closed. And I'm glad that I actually looked on the app to see the times. And it let me know, hey, they were closed. So I didn't have to walk all the way over there to see they were closed. Because then I probably would have been mad. So I don't know when they decide to open and close. So, yeah. If you guys want to go and get that baked potato, make sure you check the app first. uh, So you don't have to walk over there and waste your time. All right. Now it's time for Michael's Dirty Award. The Dirty Award goes to a lot of cast members last Saturday that I ran into that were just not in the mood or someone has pissed them off. Before we go there and killed it for the rest. Many rides breaking down, especially race racers down five to six times. Every hour we came back, it was down three times in a row and we were done. I uh, just note it's called the Gold Port Galley Lemonade. It's 549. And all the dumbasses that got the special crystals taken away and cast members on guard if anyone pulls out their phone and turns on their light <laughs> to look into uh, the crystal. Every time I see anyone do it, I call them out. You are the reason why those crystals are banned. Thanks. All right, here's some questions. With so many rides being rethemed in DCA, is Spider-Man going to be a clone of Hong Kong's ride and Toy Story Mania here in DCA? Space is limited in that area. I don't think so, because I think if we were getting the same ride as the one in Hong Kong, they would have already said it. Right? Probably. But then again, at the same time, why wouldn't they just give us the same ride? Right. So I don't know. Really, it's really, really hard to tell uh, the way they're doing this whole uh, 
ride Marvel, you know, ride verse, you know, cinematic. Oh, or, right, right. You know, the the uh, the theme park universe, right. as they're calling it, uh, you know, makes it where it seems like that things that are going on in one place. You know, we've we've already discussed in the past the whole thing of why Tony, why uh, Tony Stark is not at wasn't uh, at uh, certain events that have been here during like Summer of Heroes was because the you know uh, the uh, the story is because he's at the uh, Iron Man ride. And is, he, is, it, is he talking about the Iron Man ride? Or I don't know, because uh, I mean, are they getting a Spider-Man ride? I don't know if that, I thought he. I thought maybe he was just talking about it being like a kind of a clone of the Iron Man ride. Yeah, I, was I assume that's what he was talking about because there is no Spider-Man ride. Because the the Spider-Man thing, remember we were talking about they're supposed to be putting on Spider suit, right? So we don't know what actually you're doing. You're just supposed to put a suit on or something and. Yeah, well, so right. I, I mean, as far as I knew, the only rides that had been announced previously were the uh, obviously the Iron Man ride was already open, and then the uh, the Ant Man and the Wasp ride, which I believe is uh, also Hong Kong, right, Tim? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I don't know whether what other Spider Man ride he would be referring to, or what why he mentioned Midway Mania, because uh, I know that they talked about a ride being kind of like a game, yeah, but I don't know. Why he would make oh, that yeah. uh, connection? Uh, I mean, we don't know. It's re- way too early. Uh, I would say wait until D twenty three. I'm pretty sure that at the parks panel in D twenty three, not only are we probably going to get the uh, announcement of what day Rise of the Resistance will open, uh, but we should also get an official opening date for Marvel Land. Uh, I would assume because if Marvel Land is opening in 2020. You would have to figure that D23, they're going to tell us when it's going to open. So uh, just a guess. I would say just wait until D23 and be patient. We should find out more then. Next question. Do you think that they will lower any price prices in merchandise if Galaxy's Edge slows down? I have talked about uh, before uh, about the whether I thought that they would what they the price of at least specifically the uh, the lightsaber build whether it would uh go up or down uh i've heard rumors about it going up i don't know why it would go up i don't know i don't know why it would go up i, I mean, would would that be a deterrent to make have less people so wouldn't feel that that would have been maybe the only reason to yeah, to do it uh the only thing i could think of would be if anything them lowering the price but then at the same time, you get that whole, uh, you know, you get people who are going to bitch. Uh, that, oh, you lowered the prices. I already paid $200. And now it's only 175 blah, 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 blah. You know, you always get those people bitching. It's the same as the people, the stupid people that make the argument uh, that, uh, you know, they've, there's been a lot of congressmen lately, you know, all, well, through the years that have talked about, uh, you know, uh, paying off student loans. And uh, there's people who uh, there's people who literally say, well, it's not fair to those who have already paid off their student loans if they pay off everybody's student loans. I'm like, well, that's a stupid excuse. That's <laughs> it's like the stupid excuse you could ever come up with. But it would be the same thing uh, to think uh, or they're not going to lower the price of the lightsabers from two hundred dollars if it's not fair to the, those that have already paid the full price. Well, that's not really the way you should think about it. They're going to do what they need to do as a business. If they're not getting as many people coming in for the lightsabers at two hundred dollars, they're going to lower the price inevitably, even if it means they might drop the bag from the from the deal, or uh, or something like that. 
Uh, we did mention last week, and I have gotten more confirmation about the uh, about the a la carte on the lightsaber pieces. Mm. Uh, that has been confirmed. You, I have confirmed though that you have to have bought a lightsaber in order to you have to do, prove it with at least a pin or something. You have to prove with at least a receipt or something, or the lightsaber itself, or the, yeah, like you said, the pin. I don't know if they would take the pin. I think yeah. they want to see the receipt from you buying lightsaber. Uh, and if you prove that you already bought a lightsaber, they'll let you buy additional parts all a cart at $20 each. But you have to have already bought a lightsaber. You don't have to worry about it, Tim, because we got you on video. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Here's uh, me doing it. Which has, uh, has uh, over 1,700 views. Wow. Yeah. I think the reason that they want to do that, even though it's not going to stop this, is probably lessen the amount of pieces that end up on eBay. Right. Uh, you're still probably going to end up with pieces on eBay. But at least this way, there's less piece, pieces ending up on eBay because you have to have already bought one. You just can't go over there willy-nilly and just keep buying pieces and selling them. So, uh, I kind of wouldn't almost... I mean, why would somebody just want a couple of pieces? I don't know. Because they're dumb. Yeah. Or right. to sell them. I just want to say overall, though, eventually you have to think that a lot of the higher price items, if, they, if, if sales slow down on higher price items... Either they will discontinue them or they will lower the price. Next question is for Tim. Hey. I am trying new food I have not ate in the site, inside the park. Any recommendations of anything you guys have had in the last year to now? Uh, you know, I was, oh. was going to mention this at the end of the show since we didn't cover it, but on 4th of July, Plaza Inn has a special menu. They've got some uh, like pulled pork or slow-roasted pork, something like that, with cornbread. And there's some sausages with like a mustard sauce. I read about it today, so I'm sure if you look up Disney Parks blog or one of the articles, they've got a special menu just for that day. And if it's too late for you, because this podcast will probably come out on Thursday or uh, well, but uh, on the Fourth of July. But uh, anything else? That's why I'm asking Tim because you know what I eat, right? Yeah, man. I don't know if there's anything new. I will say that. All the food in Galaxy's Edge that I've had has been really good. Same time, there's very limited options. There's not a lot to eat there, but I everything. Disagree. That we... I mean, just the Hangar Seven menu alone is pretty, it, it, pretty. Not much to it. A lot of it. There's, there's a lot of food on there. Two or three main items. No, there's not. There's at least five different main dishes on there. There's a salad, a noodle salad, and two, and a chicken, and then a rib dish. I'm pretty sure there's more than that, but. I don't know. I think there's a lot of food in there. What was that new burger that you were talking about? Somebody was talking about how they have a new Angus burger. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was telling you about that. Did you ever hear anything more about it? No, I didn't go over Where was that? Red Rose. Oh, Red Rose has the new burger. Oh, it's supposed to be a... Beef steak. Beef steak. Right. Uh, Maybe you could go try that out. Uh, Michael and uh, let yeah. us know. I'll know how that is because it's uh, not t- the same. It's not supposed to be the same burger they have in the park, so. right? Uh, if you if you take the name literally, you would have to assume it's some sort of uh, either chuck uh, steak uh, ground or you know like a top sirloin ground or something. That it wouldn't be just a plain old right. Um But yeah, go over there and try that and let us know how that is. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm sure you'll find something. There's lots of new stuff. Oh, we were talking about uh, a few weeks ago. We were talking about the new menu at uh, Whitewater Snacks. There were some new items there that we were talking about. Yeah, uh, maybe you could go over there, Michael, and check that out. Let us know. <clears throat> All right. Uh, he says I will be probably uh, back at the park this Saturday with my family and back again to be plaid for my lady, my lady's 
family on the 19th. Wow, you're going for the July weekend? How brave of you. Let us know how that new parking structure is. Rest of the time, he says he's going to be at, at other theme parks. Well, of course he is. Knott's Berry Farm. I had to experience but two. But Gesundheit. No, it's but two. Like, but and also two. As much as I can before I give a full report. It is fun, but they need more rise and other entertainment. It's just a land for cash grab and to milk it as much as they can. Till next time, Mousepire, Michael the OG mail guy saying, don't flash your light into the crystal or I will call you out. <laughs> Thank you for your email, Michael the OG mail guy. Uh, welcome back. And no, not Kata. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman, and his subject line is Happy Birthday. He's earning his money. That's all I know. <laughs> well, he didn't Because we don't pay up, him. So. Uh, Mouse Pyre, well, I was hoping to be there tonight, but it's my dad's birthday, and things didn't exactly go as planned. He had originally declined to do something today, so I was trying to be there, but then decided to do dinner and cake. Hopefully you enjoyed your cake. Why didn't you bring us any? Well, before you go on, uh, he told me that they were doing the birthday thing, and he's going to be here late. I said, that's cool. Just make sure you bring me some cake. Yeah, and, and that's I, why you dipped out. Probably. Yes, yeah. and then I don't get no cake. He didn't show up, no cake. Whatever. So a short visit to the park in this last weekend to DCA. Wanted to see the Inside Out ride, emotional whirlwind in person. Didn't get to the park until almost 8. Brother wanted to try funnel cake fries, so we did because why not? There were They were pretty good. Uh, way too much whipped cream to go with the amount of fries, though, that they give you. And what is with Disney's obsession with Fruity Pebbles these last few years? Exactly. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I feel like I see them way too much. I like Fruity Pebbles. I think they make a good topping, but he's right. They're on everything. Uh, walked over to the pier to see the new ride. Now, I know certain members of this podcast had no intention of riding it, but I thought... Why not until I saw the wait time? <laughs> I'd been kind of checking out, checking it out during the day and saw that it had been uh, about 30 minutes or so for most of the day. What, so what I day figured, was this? Um, weren't you paying attention? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't think he said. Oh, okay. Last weekend. Uh, short visit. This just He said this past weekend. I was going to say if it was Saturday, that would make sense since that was the day that the parking filled up. He just said this weekend. But, you know, you should have been paying closer attention. Maybe taking notes. <laughs> so I have a note right here that says you're an asshole. Well, he'd been checking during the day. It said it was about 30 minutes for most of the day. Figured why not try. But by the time he actually decided to walk over there, the line had jumped to over 60 minutes, which is far too long for this repurposed ride. A lot of people taking pics of the front of the ride, which is really cool. We did the same. Uh, real quick, it was on Friday. Got on soaring after that. So with this new AP thing happening on Thursday, might be a Thursday being able to ride for an hour after the park closes. Do you see any shorter line for it or just APs waiting to get on at that time, just making the line longer again? Decided to get some more snacks, cookies, mm -hmm. this time and wait for World of Color since I haven't seen it in forever. I did see that they do move the set of Tale of the Lion King out of the way an hour before World of Color. While waiting for World of Color, the custodians were having a little fun with guests by having them toss those light-up necklaces around a traffic cone and handing out buttons for people who successfully did so. Um, was it a different button? 
Prob- knew, probably I knew, not. I knew you were going to ask that. Uh, most of the buttons seem to be the honorary citizens. My <laughs> daughter and I decided not to try, or decided to try, not for the button, but just to play and waste some time before the show. While waiting in line, I did see another sweeper bring some more buttons to the cast member that had been handing them out. My daughter went and successfully ringed one, earning her a citizen button. I went next and rang two. Mercy is for the week. Can I just interject real quick and just point out that Diggs and I got honorary uh, citizen buttons? We were just standing around. Because we looked cool. Because we looked cool. We didn't have to uh, do any parlor games. We didn't or... have to uh, do any strenuous. Hold on a second. You haven't had a pass for a while, so when is it that you looked cool? I look cool all the time, first yeah, of all. Look at that headband. Come on, look at that Look at this headband. headband. But uh, at the time, we were looking cool. Because we always looked cool. Things change. I mean, even with his, <laughs> even with his brother there. Oh, that's it's like pulling double duty. Well, he was the one that she came up to. I said duty. <laughs> so uh, you cut me off right in the middle of a sentence. He says, uh, I was given two buttons, two graduation buttons that had 2019 already written on uh-huh. them. Dirty. Wow. Uh, show was good. We called it a day trying to get out of there before the main crowd left. As I write this, I'm supposed to head into the parks tomorrow to see Galaxy's Edge at night but we'll see if that happens there or what happens there. So I hope to see you all soon. Dan out. Oh, so he's supposed to go tomorrow. I guess so. I guess so. He guesses. So I guess so. You guess. So we're guessing. So I will be editing tomorrow night. All right. Thank you for your email. Then the mailman. Now we got some uh, comments on, uh, our, uh, on YouTube. Good or bad. Or uh, neutral. I was gonna say you never know with YouTube. Uh, this one's on the light building. It's from uh, lightsaber building. It's from uh, Sandra P. Uh, she said it seems they didn't make any of those parts line up on any saber uh, choice to the point they frustrate and bother the purchaser with the final product. It is making me not want to pay two hundred and fifteen dollars for these lightsabers. Uh, she's right a little bit. I noticed that on the one that I built, it was uh, the the filigree on the the nature elemental nature one. Like feels like it's supposed to line up a certain way on the design, and like the way you could tighten it, like it was either loose or you couldn't get it to line up again. I don't know if you noticed yeah, that yeah. on yours a little bit too, but uh, she's right. And and it's. I, and I actually had them. My first set was really way out of whack. They actually switched the part out for me, and they said they don't normally do that because it was super out of whack. And I was able to get it where it was. Pretty and by close. they don't normally do that, in other words, they do it with everybody. Yeah, probably. Uh, CM says yes. Power and control is what I want to build. Mister Ladiesman two sixteen says very nice Sith saber. And our friend Ernesto says nerds. <laughs> Uh, so on episode 164, I walked the power line. Uh, Ernesto comments and says, Tim's statement about Disney fans towards Star Wars land is 100% truth. What did I say that he's referring to? You, you have remember? to go and listen to the yeah. podcast or write notes. <laughs> Take notes. That was a while ago. That was, a, it was quite a while back. That's why I don't remember that specifically. Ernesto, if you're listening, send me a message and tell me what the hell you're talking about. I think you probably probably said something about how uh, there was a lot. We were talking about how probably a lot of uh, Disneyland fans don't aren't big fans of Star Wars. And they thought that Star Galaxy's Edge was stupid and 
I've heard, a, I mean, I, I, I don't know when there's a better time to mention it, but I've seen a ton of people posting about how they're underwhelmed by Galaxy's Edge. Well, no, 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 no. This is way before Galaxy's Edge even opened. Oh, but I'm saying now that a lot of people are posting they're underwhelmed. They think it looks like a big Star Wars shopping mall. In fact, I'm going back and looking at the episode that he's referencing. It was right after the Disneyland After Dark 90s event. So when was that? Back in February or March? All right, so on episode 165, Young Guns Part 6. <laughs> That's the next episode after that. Oh, because he's coming in order. Oh, okay. Uh, he says Wonder Woman was a better movie despite the money made. He also says that... Then Captain Marvel, I assume he's referencing. He also hashtags Sugar Boo. Oh my God! Uh, I guess we were talking about um, Star Wars Land uh, over there in uh, Walt Disney World. He says you can see Star Wars Land is behind Toy Story Land. You can see uh, from alien uh, swirling saucers in Walt Disney World. I know we were talking about something about that over there. Another comment from one sixty six. Oh, captains, my captains. Mm-hmm. He says. Anthony, emotionally available, laugh, laugh out loud. He says, I bet Tim already has a separate Instagram page for Chewy. <laughs> laugh out loud. No, we're, uh, we're just incorporating her into the whole thing. But, yeah, she's adorable. Uh, he says, Marvel, Marvel edition depends adult diapers for digs. <laughs> this reminds me of, uh, who was it that was going through? Was that uh, Giselle or... One of the other ones who was going through all the old podcasts from the beginning and would kept commenting. Fancy Nancy. Oh, that was Nancy. Yeah. And uh, we'd be like, well, that was so long ago, Nancy, we don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> but thanks for listening and commenting about it. Yes. All right. So that's it for comments on the YouTubes. Uh, just a note to anybody who comments on the YouTubes or send us emails about old episodes, please give us more context about what you're, re- uh, what you're referring to because uh, when you refer to episodes from months if not year, years ago. A uh, bunch of people on this podcast have bad memories. Even I forget things now and then. So uh, context, context, context. Give us context to what you're commenting and on. He's got a mind like a Venus flytrap. Yes. And uh, we uh, don't... <clears throat> I don't even like flies. We don't take notes. We don't take notes. Especially not Tim. All right. So uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, your tip of the week, which we did not get from uh, Michael, the OG mail guy... Or if you have anything you want to say about Toy Story 4, which no one did. Or uh, what are your thoughts on Galaxy's Edge and crowd control and the crowds and no crowds and parades coming and parades leaving. All you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Really? just want to see how I can do it. Warm air. We gotta <laughs> use warm air. All right. So we we're talking about uh, Flex Pass earlier, and I did post a question on our one of our groups. I said, "How many of you have the Flex Pass? How is it working for you?" Uh, one comment from uh, Aaron Hickley says, "I think it's great, but I am concerned about the availability of reservations as it gets more popular. People downgrade or upgrade, etc." Basically, what Tim said. Pretty much. I mean, as it becomes more popular, it's going to get harder to use. Because more people will have it. Yeah, no, just generally. I mean, what she's talking about there, you know, right now it's easy to use. You can pick most of these days and you can get signature availability out of it. 
But yeah, literally, literally, as we're as we were uh, as I was writing the summary and stuff, and uh, while since we had talked earlier, we learned that there has been a second day that is now uh, filled up on the uh, flex pass, and that is August second, which With of course is the day of MSEP. Yeah, the electrical break coming back. So I'm sure as soon as they announce it, all those flex pass people having known that they've got to jump on certain dates went on and reserved it. It's a great value <laughs> right now, but it'll be remain remains to be seen how it'll do later on. Uh Jamila Moore says I have it and I like it so far. I usually plan my trips in advance so it works for me. Still not really hearing from anybody how 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 many times they've gone so far. Right. It, which is what I'm interested well, in. Well you knowing. could technically go every single day if they're well, all I know available. that's what I want to know. I want to know how many people uh, how many times have people been able to go already? But yeah, technically, anybody that's had it should have been able to go every single day if they wanted to, because obviously none of those days have filled up. All right, and uh, we have uh, this comment here from Christina Alexandria says, pretty sure it's working great for people now, but I think next year will be a completely different story when uh, everyone upgrades to it. Another comment uh, regarding that from Amanda Jane says, or downgrades, I'm going to do it. I can't pay $13.99 anymore. And uh, so Sylvia Mayer says, I was just talking to my husband about the flex pass. Since people seem to be liking it, more people are going to get it, making it difficult to reserve days since they will probably run out quickly. Just one thing I want to say is that, uh, and this is a question more for you guys, do you think they'll discontinue the flex pass? No. Why would they? Well, I mean, they discontinued, uh, you know, the the so one SoCal pass uh, once before, obviously. I mean, with the SoCal Pass, they had set dates that you jump in on. You know, everybody can go. But uh, I just my question is: Do you think they'll get to a certain amount of uh, Flex Pass uh, member, basically people with Flex Passes, and then oh, cut off new they'll sales? They'll cut off sales and discontinue the pass at at some point. Because otherwise, if you get uh, when you get a certain amount of people with a Flex Pass, then uh, well, their choices at that point are to either open up additional. Reservation day, you know, more people can make the reservation per day, yeah, or just uh, people will be forced to upgrade their pass because the flex pass isn't worth the money anymore. Right. Well, I think that's what's going to happen is a lot of people might start jumping on until it becomes a little harder to use, and then those numbers will drop off some. But you don't think they'll ever discontinue it? Well, I don't know about ever, but it's like uh, within the next two years. No, I don't think they'll do anything that quick. I think this is this. Do you think for that them if, allows them to have control? Do you think that if they had known that it wasn't going to be busy, they would have never introduced the flex pass? Yeah, I think they. I think they would have waited. Yeah. They wouldn't have done it if they thought that it's uh, that we that things if things were going to be this dead. They would have waited until like um, you know August or September. Just like on that same note, do you think they would have put the Lion King parade thing at Disneyland? Lion King parade thing. The Lion King, Tale of the Lion King. Do you no. think it would have been at Disneyland no. instead? Because it's a stage show and it's. So you think it even, ties into the area when they do those different those different uh, performances? You know, I mean, the only place they could put that at Disneyland would be at the uh, stage in the back, the old Fantasy Fair. What's it called? Um, where Magical Map is? Fantasyland. Fantasyland Theater. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they'd have to take Magical Map out or cover it and do something in front or whatever. Couldn't do both shows, really. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I mean, it could last five years, and then they switch the program up or whatever. Or Magical last... Map or Lion King? Li- no. Oh, the, Lion King's the not going to be. 
Oh, Flex Pass. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like that uh, it's one of those things that maybe just like this year and that's it. I don't know. I just feel like that once they get to a certain amount of uh, Flex Pass holders that they're going to cut it off and whatever. I don't Cutting know. it off is likely. I mean, they're re say, okay, we've reached the limit of our Flex, whatever, and we have to keep it where it's reasonable to be able to get a reservation. Which at that point is basically cutting the, uh, ending, discontinuing the pass. Well, and then when, when a certain number of people drop out of it, then they say, okay, we've opened it back up for purchases. And once they get them again, Maybe it's... that's something they've never done before, but I mean, I guess it's suppose it's possible. I don't think that you can have too much flexing. Just ask any bodybuilder. Yeah, definitely. The question is whether you flex like up or back, you know, the sideways flex. Yeah. I mean, if you have more questions about that, just go down to Venice. <laughs> Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, it's going to do it for this edition of the Most Power Podcast. Hey. Yeah. Don't forget to get over to the parks on July 17th for the end of Sensational. And, you know, a little thing called Disneyland's birthday. Yeah, and it's 64. Now, I know Giselle is hey, still listening. when Disneyland is 64, oh. will they still love you? I don't know. Will they still? Will they still love you? Will they still love you? Speaking of loving us, I know Giselle's still listening, and I just want to let her know that I, I tried to hug Anthony, but he wouldn't <laughs> let it happen. That's because you got him mad. Well, it was like a lover's He was very offensive earlier. Would and, it be uh, a, how about know, just, like hey, one of those like what, spoiler, from though? behind breathing in the ear situations? I don't spoon. No, with you, you could just sit in your chair. Ew! What you're gonna come up from behind me on my chair? Is yeah, that like a, more yeah, of definitely. A, wow, I'll lean into it. No. Well, I mean, I Giselle, I'm trying to work out a hug over here, and he just he doesn't want to celebrate our uh, uh, with a long embrace. All right, so speaking of Giselle, uh, I shared this with the guys yesterday that she was listening to last week's podcast, and she says, big jugs and emotional balls, I can't. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, she'll be back next month because she's over there uh, in, in the war she at over there in the animal kingdom and, and uh, checking out the safaris and the animals and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. She better get out of there. It's about to be hurricane season. That's uh, all I know. You, so better better run, you better run. You better run. better run. Perhaps when you get back, Giselle, you can join us on the podcast and you'll be able to facilitate said hug. <laughs> all right. Hey, don't forget, uh, Main Street Lyrical Parade's coming back on the, what was it, August 2nd? August 2nd. And uh, you can come and go in the parks and enjoy that. Also, don't forget they have the Haunted Mansion 50th anniversary exhibit going on over there at the gallery on Main Street, Opera House, Lincoln. Just go in there and check all that stuff out. And uh, as we mentioned, you have Tale of the Lion King over at DCA and uh, AP Corner going on. If you haven't been over there to get your magnet and AP button, I haven't heard of anything of uh, any of those items gone or anything, so I think they're still there. Are you going back again soon? Um, I don't know when I'm going back. Mm. And, uh... All right. <laughs> yeah, get the Macarena. Uh, what else is going on in the I parks? can't seem to get Elizabeth to walk all the way back into the corner oh. where they have these things, so if you're there again and you can get me a set, I'd appreciate it. Uh, I think they're limiting it to you, only one. All right, hey, don't forget, uh, APs can bring a friend for $99. $99 is but pretty choose good choose wisely because some friends suck. I agree with that because <laughs> they forget to buy you things. And, uh, yeah, $99 is a good deal. And if you Make add, you holler. If, 
if you add max pass to that at fifteen dollars, it's one hundred fourteen dollars, and it's a mm. good bargain. So ninety nine cents or something. We're not the ninety nine cents store, Tim. Oh. So yeah, take advantage of that, and uh, yeah, go to the parks, have fun, and uh, that's about it. That's all I got. Hey, Anthony, you want to be one of my friends that come in for ninety nine dollars? No. Hey, it's all right. Don't forget about the uh, parking structure is now, Pixar Pals parking structure is now open, so feel free to go uh, enjoy that and uh, never have to hopefully worry about having to be diverted to uh, Toy Story again. Does this mean you'll be parking at the pep, the structure now? No. No. Oh, okay. All right, so of course, as usual, you can uh, find out everything that uh, is going on coming up, and uh, he will be posting things on the social medias, Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Instagram and Twitter's. And, of course, Mousepire on the Snappy Snap Snapchats. Uh, How's that been going? Good, good. We have, uh, we're always gaining some followers, especially when I uh, post on the social medias to follow us. So it's pretty good. And every time I'm there, I do my snaps. Snip, snap, and snoop. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There, there you'll see your button orders going out. You can buy your Mousepire gear over at DGPclothing.com and... Uh, Get the awesome, uh, well, you don't want a sweatshirt right now because it's too hot. But you can get a shirt, you can get a, or you can get your own uh, custom apparel design. Just send me a message. Also, uh, you can uh, help support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash mousepire. Check out Michael, the OG Mel Guy special. $3 because that's all he had for a corn dog for Anthony. Oh, we're sorry, Anthony. Story of my life. <laughs> don't forget, you can check out the podcast on, uh, on YouTube. Just like Ernesto does, uh, just go to YouTube, search Mouse Power Podcast, or hit the link on the Facebook page. And you can also check out the podcast on Radio.com. Radio. And uh, yeah, that's it. Radio.com. Check that out. Until next time, remember, if you don't have any friends, well, then you don't have to worry about taking anybody to Disneyland. So for Happy Hogan, Nick Fury, and Peter Parker, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stop laughing. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Whirlwind. How about this? So flicks flyers. <laughs> Until next time, remember, if you don't have any friends, then you don't have to worry about... Oh. If you don't have any friends, then you don't have to worry about people wanting you to take you to them damn Disneyland. What? <laughs> Until <laughs> next time, remember... If no, no, you no, 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 because he was still laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bing bong, bing bong.